Welcome to the Fearless Living Now podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lustig, and this podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Living Now community. If you're committed to accessing the courage to live life full out and beyond fear, you are in the right place. Each episode will be focused on an aspect of what it takes to find the courage needed to take action toward the fulfillment of your goals. Welcome to the next episode of Fearless Living Now. This is your host, Patty Lustig, and I have the great pleasure of introducing to you a dear friend of mine, a fellow Toastmaster, Mr. Jay Kimmy. He has a fantastic, amazing story to tell us about how he took his life from being close to bankrupt to being off the charts successful and so many gems of wisdom for you so that no matter where you are in any part of your life, hopefully you can find a piece of wisdom that helps you move yourself forward and to wherever you're dreaming that you could be. Welcome, Jay, and thank you so much for being here today. Hello, Patty. Good to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here and for people to meet you and hear your story. So we would just love to hear anything you have to say. I know you did an amazing Facebook post the other day that kind of told parts of this story and was so encouraging and inspiring for people. So give it a whirl. Sure. I think to start out, I've always loved making toys and novelties. I've been doing mm. it since I was a street vendor in New York City. I sold 20 years on the sidewalks of New York. Wow. And you go through, yeah, you go through life. And at a certain point, you start thinking about retiring and quote unquote enjoying your old age. <laughs> and at the age of 55, at a point when I was supposed to start thinking about retiring, enjoying the grandkids, I lost everything. Mm. I went close to bankruptcy. I had no 401k. I had no savings. I had no retirement plan. I didn't own my house. I was renting a little townhome for something I couldn't even afford to rent. Mm. And you start thinking, well, what do I really have to live for? I mean, my health wasn't doing well. 55, no social life. Everything I did was for building the company. And then the company just went under. And it happens to a lot of people. You, They have a loss. Things happen. Wow. <laughs> and I, I went from that point to a very interesting, a very interesting year. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Scrambling to find a job at 55 or no? Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm hireable. I don't think I have any real marketable skills that a company would want. I it's the reason I started working for myself because I looked around, I go, I was trying to get hired and everybody said to me, No, you're not the right fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think entrepreneurs have that problem they just don't fit in and so they have to start doing something themselves yes yes the case with me and so at the age of 55 i had been making toys and novelties for big chains of stores target walmart 7-eleven i had been making we've been doing millions of dollars in sales but the problem with these stores is mm. you're making a product for one buyer in that store the corporate buyer who decides 
where the products are going to go in all the stores. Yes. And I stopped making products that I wanted to make, that I knew mm. people would like, that would make them smile. My purpose has always been to make yeah. people smile with my toys. And I was trying to get the buyer to buy my stuff. And I was making stuff that I thought she would like. And I lost the true motivation for what I was doing, which was to make things that I liked that I knew people would like. Yes. And eventually I lost my creativity. I lost desire. And I just kind of like life became really boring and really sad. And, you know, I think that's really common in a lot of areas of life for people at different ages where they're they're trying to conform to what someone else wants. Mm, yeah. They've lost their fervor for something. Mm-hmm. And often they just get stuck there. They don't know how to move out of that space and sort of regenerate something. That's a great point, Patty. It, it's true. They get stuck in trying to do something that's going to give them security. Yes. And something that is truer to their purpose, truer to their heart. The risk factor of not having enough money and yes, that prevents them from going in that direction. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. That's the, where I was at the age of 55. And I guess I could have gone out and found a job somewhere. or And I just made this decision. Well, I better do something that I want to do. Yes. Because I didn't know how much longer I was going to live, honestly. Hmm. I know that your mental and emotional state oftentimes precede your physical state. Yes. And when you're not feeling good, you go to f- the famous story. When you retire, you go to Florida and you <laughs> die. Right. <laughs> Little do they know how many vibrant people there are in Florida. <laughs> right. But you know, you retire and you you lose your dream, and somehow you lose your physical zest for living. Mm, and people yeah. start getting diseases, and they get all kinds of stuff. And I'm not saying that's always the case, but I've, I've just seen it so often. Yeah, I felt that was going to happen to me, so I decided, Jay, you need to make a toy that you really want to make, mm. and you need to do something that that you is going to make people smile. Yeah. And it was the end of 2015, and I have this kind of little rule that I follow. Money follows attention. Hmm. Money follows the laws of attention. Where attention goes, money will follow. Wow. Yeah, I looked around. I said, who's getting a lot of attention right now at the end of 2015? (sighs) Who was getting a lot of attention at the end of 2015, Patty? Trump. There you go. Trump. I got to write this down. Money follows attention. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw that people were fighting. Republicans were fighting Democrats. Mm -hmm. Families were starting to debate with each other. And of course, it's gotten a lot worse since then. But I thought I should make a toy that both Republicans and Democrats can laugh about and smile about and agree on something. Wow. How brilliant is that? Thank you. And it was a purpose. It was my purpose that I was getting back in touch with my purpose, which was to make people smile. And I felt this increased energy. And I have this belief that when you're doing what you're supposed to do, your purpose, and you're taking actions, and those actions, when you make a mistake, because it's not going to be perfect, you learn from those mistakes and you carry forward and revise the plan with the new Exactly. Yes. The universe will kind of reward you and help you. Mm. And right now I say the universe, but, you know, even in the Bible, God helps yes. those who help themselves. I'm not really a religious man, but 
you can see this truth is in all these different scriptures and philosophies. Absolutely. Yes. I made a Donald Trump talking (laughs) pen. (laughs) (laughs) I sculpted his head on top of a pen and then I gave him seven lines in his own voice. So when you touch his hair, he says one of seven different lines in his own voice. (laughs) And the plan was I'll market it to liberal news media, I'll market it to conservative news media, they'll put it on the air, I'll make a million dollars, my financial problems will be over. And I was really excited. So I sent out product to Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh and all the different conservative shows. And I sent stuff out to The View. And I sent stuff out to any ABC News, anybody who I thought on yeah. either side of the aisle might do it. Yeah. And I just sat there and waited. And I thought, okay, good, it's coming, it's coming. And then I got a box in the mail from the from Sean Hannity, his show. And I went, oh, maybe this is something <laughs> good. But why does this box look so familiar? Oh, this was the box I sent them with my samples. <laughs> it says, return to sender. <laughs> they didn't even open it. Oh, my God. They didn't even get it. Uh... And then the same thing happened with The View. All these shows were not even opening my box. So, wow. I thought, wow. A lot of people would quit right there. You would think it took me seven months to make this product at that point. Mm. I was so excited, but nobody wanted to see it. So fortunately, I had a friend who was really big in the toy industry. After being years in this industry, I was able to call in some favors. And his name was Mark. Yeah. I said, Mark, can you help me promote this? He said, yeah, I'll bring these Donald Trump pens to every single trade show in the United States. I'll give it a display. Store owners will come and we'll pitch it to them. And you're going to sell everything you have and you're going to be rich. I went, yeah, Mark, I love the way you think. The value of the relationships we have in our life. Right. Critical. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, there really is a positive force in this universe that's Mm. helping me here. Mm. Yeah. And I was so happy. And you ever have something happen? where you think it's going to go one way and it just doesn't go that way. Yes. (laughs) In October, I think it was October 14th or October 15th, five months later, he calls me up and said, Jay, I've been showing your pens all across America. Every trade show, I get crowds of people around the booth and they all say the same thing. Who's the idiot who made these pens? (laughs) I said, what? He said, yeah, Jay. Everybody hates your pens. Wow. Did you sell any? No. I had given these pens to him on consignment. And I was Uh, expecting some money back at this point so I could pay my rent. Yes. And I said, Mark, how about the pens cost me $2 to make? I said, what if I give you the pens for a dollar each just so I can pay my rent? And he said, Jay, to be honest with you, I wouldn't take these pens even if you paid me. Wow. I'm giving them all back to you. So now a year had gone by between the conception of this idea and this, this point. Mm. I had sold a handful of them on Amazon. And I thought, all right, how can I be proactive here? What do I do? It's not time to feel devastated. It's not time to feel defeated because I wanted to. But those emotions are not helpful. Yes. The, those feelings you have to. And I thought, I'm just going to give these things away. I'm going to give them away mm. to whoever wants them. I'm going to make people smile. Even if all they have to do is smile and I'm going to give them a pen. 
And for the next two weeks, I just started giving pens away to people, advertising on Facebook. If you like them, let me know. I'll give them to you. Wow. This is October 31st, Halloween night. This is two or three weeks after he'd returned all the pens to me. And keep in mind, Patty, you can imagine I had already gone almost bankrupt. I was in poverty. I was over a million dollars in debt. I had no money. Everything in my life was horrible. Mm. Everybody who knew me looked at me like, Jay, they didn't even criticize me anymore. You know, you get to the point of criticism. They they just felt pity for me. Oh, God. Oh, there's Jay. He's working on another one of his crazy toys. (laughs) Poor guy. Yeah, no, he has no money. He's he's broke. He's but let him keep doing. He's he's in a fantasy world. He's imagining things. They really looked at me like I was mentally unstable. (laughs) Even my family were like, Dad, you okay? Is everything okay? I said, Yeah, well, (laughs) you let us know, Dad, if there's anything we can do to help you, okay? And I'm I'm that's the condition I was in. October 31st, 2016. My son-in-law, Sage, calls me on the phone. I'm walking my dog, Izzy. It's a multi-poo. And I'm walking him on the street. And Sage calls and says, Jay, are you seeing what's going on TV right now? I said, no. What's happening? He said, Sean Hannity is playing your Trump pen on TV (laughs) right now. I went, can you repeat that? Sean Hannity is playing your pen on TV right now. Get home. Get on. Look at the TV. I rushed home. I turned the TV on. Sean Hannity has my pen. He's holding it. He's playing it for the, every guest he has, congressmen, governors, <laughs> other news people. They're looking at him like he's insane because he's playing this pen and he loves it. Every time they say something he doesn't like about, they don't like about Trump, he plays the pen, which says something in Trump's voice. <laughs> By the end of the show, he looks off screen and he says, who made this pen? My phone is blowing up. Everybody in America seems to want this pen. Mm. Who made this pen? And I yell at the TV, I made it, Sean, the idiot. (laughs) I thought maybe I sold some on Amazon. I rushed downstairs to check my Amazon account. And in one hour, we had sold $10,000 of pens at full retail price, which at that point was $14.95. Keep in mind, two weeks earlier, Mark had refused to buy my pens at $2 each. Yes. $1 each. Now they were selling for $14.95, $10,000. I'm going, well, this is great. I go, <laughs> raise the price a little bit. So I raised it to $19.95. Because you got to have a spirit of play about this. Yeah, yeah. Next day, we did $55,000 in sales. Oh, my God. <laughs> at $19.95. The third day, we did $164,000 in sales. Wow. At $24.95. On eBay, people were trying to sell the pens that they were able to get for $1,000. I'm not saying people bought the pens, but they were advertising them at $1,000. I have screenshots of people advertising them for $1,000. Oh, my God. (laughs) And just when I thought it couldn't get any better, Patty, another friend calls me up and said, Jay, do you know that The View is playing your pen on TV right now? I go, The View? Thinking, oh, my God, these are the exact two shows that I intended to play my pen. And The View's playing it, they're laughing at Donald. Sean Hannity's playing it, they're laughing with Donald. I've got exactly what I wanted. Republicans and Democrats are laughing together and smiling together, and they agree on something. Mm. Wow. We ended up 
becoming the number one best-selling toy in Amazon. Wow. We ended up outselling Mattel, Hasbro, Cards Against Humanity, every single toy on Amazon. We outsold them. Mm. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying that from being a toy that nobody wanted for a year, that everybody said was the worst idea I ever had, to becoming the best-selling toy in Amazon. And then you know what happened? No. <laughs> Mark called me up and said, hey, I've been getting calls from lots of stores now that for some reason they want this pen. He hadn't seen all the press. Uh. He said, I can take those four, those 20,000 pens back now. I can take them all back from you. What do you want from them? A dollar? I said, no. He said, oh, $2? I said, Mark, they're all gone. They're all sold. You're, you're too late. Oh, God. <laughs> in one month, we made almost a million dollars in sales. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> on Amazon directly. And that turned my life around. And yes, yes. It was this strong awareness that if I could do this, if I could turn my life around at the age of 55, when I wasn't supposed to, after failing so many times after trying for a year of this with, with this one product, when life seemed over, if I could do this, I realized that anybody can do this. Mm, it's really mm -hmm. a simple formula for becoming successful. It's yeah. so simple, the formula for success. Yeah. Well, what I really want to acknowledge is, first of all, you didn't give up. So you Thank had you. a vision. You know, we always start with a vision. We've got to have a vision. Yeah, you didn't yeah. give up. And then you were creative. So creativity to me is like opening your mind and right. thinking of different ways to do things. So if you really want something, but it comes back, in that case, the pens literally came back to you and no one had seen them. And so you just became creative and said, I got to get them out there somehow, just give them away. Right. And that might seem counterintuitive, but nowadays there's so many things like you give things away and then people want to pay you for things. <laughs> Yeah, and the guy who was on the Sean Hannity show, Sean said, where did you get this? He said, some guy on the street had one. And he goes, and he, and he gave it to me. So yeah. I'm giving it to you. So one of the pens I had given away ended up fortuitously, divinely yeah. on Absolutely. Sean Hannity. Exactly. So my formula for success, and by the way, I agree with everything you just said. Yeah, yeah. You have to be creative. You have to have a vision. You have to have a purpose. And you and have to use your resources in the people that you know. 100%. Resources, which are people and situations and the assets you have, not the assets that you wish you had, but the resources that you actually do have. Yes. Have to mobilize yes. those. And you have yeah. to be willing to ask for things. And right. you have to manage your inner critic because it's always going to be there. Oh, my God. And, and sometimes it's your outer critic in other people. But, you know, you've got to manage that. And thank you for sharing. And here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it, it's very true. And you read my Facebook post. And at the very yes. end, I say, you know, don't listen to your inner critics or your outer critics. You, yes. you have, because that's the most deadly part of this whole thing is yes. that you get told by everybody how you're yes. a failure, how you can't succeed. Yes. And then almost like a recording device, it starts playing in your head and you start generating yes. the criticism yourself. Right. And the people outside of you don't have to even do it anymore because they programmed it into you. And now you just do it to yourself and yeah. you become a worst enemy. Yeah. And for anybody listening who's thinking, well, geez, 
I could never go bank into bankruptcy almost, and I could never do X, Y, and Z. You don't have to have this huge vision. You don't have to quit your job. You don't have to do something that's really way out there. All you need to do is have a clear vision in any area of your life and start making an action plan and start taking step-by-step actions. And you'd be amazing at how the universe will line up and what's possible. But it's often when we just, we're just stuck and we have all the reasons that we can't move forward. You got to let go with those reasons and just say, okay, here's what I want. What else could I do? I have a young woman I'm working with right now. She's only 24, I think. She's a jeweler. She wants to have her own jewelry line. And, you know, she just was taking no action on it until she joined one of my coaching groups. And now this is only like three months later. She just did her first big jewelry show. She sold over $1,000, which is what we created. She's now sold $1,000 to, this is like totally part-time. She works full-time. Yeah. Two months in a row, she sold $2,000. They person bought a $400 pair of earrings. Like she couldn't believe it, but I mean, she's a really good designer. Oh, she designs it herself. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, designs and makes it. I love hearing that. Oh yeah. 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 So she's like on her way and she could have waited another 10 years thinking about it. But instead, she's just gotten in enough action to get something moving forward. And she's over the moon, over the moon. I can imagine. She must be ecstatic. Yes. She's already going for her dream. Wonderful. Totally. Congratulations for me. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You could be 70 years old, which I'm turning tomorrow, and Happy make birthday. a vision and go for your dreams. And, you know, if you look up successful people in their 60s, you're going to find a whole lot of People you think that are famous and that are very successful that started in their 60s, their 70s, and even their 80s. Yeah, Colonel Sanders, a whole bunch yes. of other people. He was like 65 when he started. Yeah. One of the things that I find really interesting is obviously you have to have a clarity of vision. It has yes. to be very clear and you have to yes. see what it is. Yes. And you ask somebody in the audience, who wants to be successful? Everyone. Everybody raises their hand. Now ask them, Where do you see yourself in three years? What's your three-year vision? They don't see it. They don't have it. If you look at the definition of success, definition of success is the attainment of some goal, the accomplishment of some vision. So you have to have the goal and the vision. Otherwise, you can't be successful because you can't obtain something you can't see. Yeah. The first thing in my Fearless Living Now course that we do is we create a 10-year vision. Beautiful. So I have a process I take people through and they just have amazing ahas and they have this vision for the next 10 years. And now how do we break it, pull it back and break it down and begin to work on it? And once you have that vision, you you're pretty much unstoppable. Absolutely. You're so right, Patty. And the thing that I learned in the beginning, I thought, well, I have a vision and I'll take action. And I take the action and it wouldn't work and I would get discouraged. And what I realized is that. Every action you take that fails gives you like a little jewel of information. It's almost like an oyster. You yes, open up yes. and get the jewel. And you use that bit of wisdom, that bit of information you got on your next attempt. It's going to be a better attempt because you have more knowledge now. Yes. And then let's say you, you pass on that one and then you go to the next step. 
you repeat the same process. You keep every failure gives you information. The problem is people look at failure as yes. like somehow something's wrong with them. They failed. No, it's just gives you valuable data for you to make your next attempt. Yes. And you using the data and making your next attempt. You can't help but succeed. It's almost impossible. And that's if you have vision that right. Data, yeah. Exactly. And when you live from that premise, you can do anything. You know, yeah. I didn't know how to write a book. But I just started writing it, and then I had an editor, and then she gave me information, and then I had other people that I'd read my stuff to, and they'd give me, and I wrote the book. Amazing, Patty. Now that I'm painting, it's so freeing when it's like, it doesn't have to come out perfect. I can learn from it. I just took my paintings to get hung in a library today, and I was like, maybe I did this wrong. You know, what's the difference? Like, if I did it wrong, I'll learn what I did wrong. <laughs> but, you know, they're out there, you know, and maybe yeah. someone will buy them. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I took a, I tell my kids at the very bottom of life is doing nothing. Yeah. The next step above that is failure. Yeah. And the next step above that is like on the rung of the ladder is a small success, a small minor success. Yeah. Every time they hit a failure, I congratulate them. I go, great. You just took a step up the ladder. Failure is a step up the ladder. And the people who don't do anything, the people who laugh at you, the people who tell you that, you know, make fun of you for failing, they never took that step. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jay, thank you so much for telling us your story. I know it's going to touch many people's hearts. And, you know, if people want to, Find your toys. Where should they go on Amazon? They are looking for the greeting cards. They can go to a uh, hundred greetings.com. We have some a uh, hundred greetings, amazon.com forward slash a hundred, the number 100 greetings. Okay. And they can find some Christmas cards to give away or to give to their yeah, loved ones. Yeah, and they're really beautiful. Folks. Oh, thank you. So if you thank want those, and then how about? You have just a general place to find toys on Amazon because people may listen to this after Christmas or other. They can find other greeting cards at that address. They can also go to Our Friendly Forest and see some funny toys that talk and light up and oh, cool. do funny things. Yes, he has some wonderful toys. So go look at his toys. <laughs> thank you, Patty. I appreciate that. All right. And thank you, everyone, for listening again. Remember, if you'd like uh, more resources, you can go to my website at www.fearlesslivingnow.com. Good day for now, my friends. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit fearlesslivingnow.com. Join the Fearless Living Now Facebook group and subscribe to the weekly podcast. This will give you more encouragement and inspiration. Feel free to reach out to me at patty at fearlesslivingnow.com or 612-363-7605 if you need anything.